Good day, everyone. This is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Ty. How are you, Ty? I'm good. How are you, Monty? I'm good. It is 9.30 in the morning, and I already kind of told you how (laughs) I'm a little upset with (laughs) construction, but there was a nice thing that happened when I came to this library here. Usually, when... I come here and like the elevators like on its way of like being used. They don't wait. And that's something I've kind of just gotten used to. It's like people don't hold doors and shit. So I'm just like, that's fine. That's cool. I'm, I'm all by myself as I'm here trying to fend for myself. But someone like held the elevator for me open. And I was like, it caught me by surprise and like ended up running into the fucking elevator and almost crashing into the wall because I didn't want them to wait. <laughs> and it was nice. It was a pleasant surprise. That is nice of them to hold the elevator for you. It was very sweet. It was very good. And it was a nice start after waking up to construction noises. <laughs> so that mended up really, really well. But yeah, that's, that's, that's it for me for the morning. Not too much has happened yet. That's a good thing. But how was your day? How, what did you do? I just worked. and watched some TV with my mom. Nothing, nice. nothing to do out there. Watching TV with mom, what's better than that? What's better than that? <laughs> what's good, though, is that we do have, like, a really nice, lengthy, and sweet list of games this month. I guess we can start off with our shared game, which uh, you recommended to play. The game that we played this month is called Lookouts, uh, created by Par- uh, Paranoid Hawk and two other folks. I think it was maybe the character designer and another person who did the music. And it was a very sweet, cool, like, romance little visual novel. Um, I really liked it. How did you find this game, Ty, before I go into it? Oh, I was just, like, browsing through one of the queer games bundles on Itch that I bought. I don't know. I think it was the one from this year, but it very well could have also been the one from last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just like poking around in there and I saw it and thought it looked neat. It it was very neat. You were very right about that. Um, I guess to kind of like touch on a little bit of like the game, basically you kind of start off with two people. I think it's two people talking about trying to find some gold in some mines, just very much how it was in like, I guess, like cowboy times. I don't know what they did in the cowboys times. I wasn't alive back then, but... <laughs> It's two people talking and saying that they have this one person who they really, really trust uh, to kind of find out and dig for information of where, like, this treasure is at this mine, um, if I'm correct. Am I correct, Ty? I'm I'm pretty sure, but I want to make sure. Yeah, I think they're looking for, like, yeah, some kind of hidden treasure or, like, stash of, like, ill-gotten goods. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That person that these two people were talking about was uh, the person that you play as. Um, It's a self-insert protagonist, but they have a default name named Robin. And Robin is a bird without an arm who is an outlaw, basically, just out in the desert uh, fishing for information for this mine. And until they reach a... Not a bird. Are they like a fox? They're a fox. Yeah, I think they're either like a fox or a coyote. One of one of the little critters. But the bird is who they run into, and his name is Joseph. And 
as outlaws are, they're super wary of each other at first until they start to get to know each other a little bit more. And they both find out that they're both trans and that they have a lot more in common than one can see just from face value. Uh, and yeah, that's sort of how these romance sort of like buds little. And sort of their first trip together is you go into this deserted town where this mine is next to apparently and you're trying to fish for information of where it could be. But it's really cool. I like dig into like more of like when this game was made and it was made at a jam, which I'm surprised at. This game is so cool and has so many little details. I'm really surprised that it was made at a jam. Usually with jam games, they're all really good and they can all be really fun. Um, but given the time, time for getting English. Given the time limit, <laughs> is that the right word? <laughs> the time limit. Um, usually these games are really short and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I was playing this for a while. And a really cool thing about this game too, I'm just sort of spilling all my thoughts here at once, I'm so sorry, is that I didn't have to download the game like right away. I went onto the page just uh, when you talked about it and you can play directly onto the page. Um, if you want more of like more goodies and um, I guess more routes to uh, the game, you can download like the whole full version. But most of it there is you can just play it um, sort of like a Flash game, but Flash games don't really exist anymore, but sort of like the Unity player, um, I believe that's what it is that they use, um, right onto its itch page, which is really cool. And that's what I used. So it didn't really kill my computer because I'm playing on a Mac right now. So that was really nice too. And I'm always down for games that like can play on like devices that I can only use right now. And I don't need to have like the sort of monster PC to sort of play it. But yeah, everything about this game which is super interesting. The colors, the character designs. I really liked how beaten up everything looked. I think the the bar owner in that little mystery town, I think he was just like this beat up like turkey. And he was like super suspicious, but was super nice and super suspicious again. Everything about this game was really neat. And all the characters were just really interesting. I can't think of one character that was boring. And again, only made by three people. Had a fucking jam. That what still really gets me. So I, I, I really liked it. I, I'm really happy that you recommended it. But yeah, I just spilled all over my thoughts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what did you think of the game, Ty? Yeah, I mean, mostly like very similar feelings. It's I was kind of intrigued, like reading the description of how it was gonna tell the story of these like trans people during this like older time on like mm-hmm. when they're. I'm I'm also apparently losing my English here, but like <laughs> they're just these random strangers who like happen to me and happen to be trans, and like it feels really natural in the story, and like mm-hmm. not to be the guy who's like they're trans just doesn't purchase like do anything for the story, but like you know sometimes mm-hmm. like it's weird to be like oh yeah two trans guys who are also bandits like happened to me but like it does a really good job of like connecting those dots for you and like just telling a nice story that like has that suspension of disbelief because you just like care about the characters Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was really really nice it was a very pleasant game i think something that this game also really achieves that i think a lot of like these like indie visual novel games struggle with is the language and visual novels so basically what you're reading we see things like what is it like monster prom for example they use a lot of like gen z and millennial sort of humor 
um, which can be really funny and really cool to read, but it does come off as, I don't know if you agree, you can disagree if you want, but it can come off as like very try hard and very edgy. But the language that they use here, like, of course, there's like some sort of slang that they're trying to like fit in with like the the cowboy talk. Right. Um, but all of just the wording that they use is just really, really fun to read. There's nothing very embarrassing about it um, that I really, really liked. And yeah, it was just a really pleasant thing to just go through. I, I was never bored and nothing really made me cringe. It was just a really nice story. And yeah, again, I, I was just really surprised, which I shouldn't be. A lot of games are itch are really fucking cool. But um, again, when it comes to games that I can just play onto my screen without having to download anything, I'm just like, all right, how much how much can I really get out of this? So I was just really surprised at how much I really did get out of it. So yeah, I don't know if you sort of agree with the sort of like language thing as well. Yeah, I think it was definitely written like almost not with an audience in mind in in, in a good way where I feel like certain mm -hmm. games like Monster Prom or like in that example are like very specifically going for a tone mm -hmm. to like try and hit an audience and like make a certain kind of person laugh. Mm -hmm. Whereas like this is just like the person who wrote it wrote it and like mm -hmm. did that how they wanted to do it regardless of anything like that. Yeah, nice. Again, all these short games have just been really good. Um, the tone of this game reminded me a lot of a game that we like played a couple months ago. Not even a couple months ago. I think it was just like two. It just feels like a very long time. Um, it was a uh, Perfect Tides, mm. and again, the language they use. Of course, they're saying certain things because they're trying to hit like a certain time uh, or time period of the game. Um, I think. Perfect Tides was, like, set in, like, the early 2000s. So, of course, they say things that, like, really don't go with the now. But, again, it was just really natural to read. I wasn't really embarrassed by anything. You know, some things, like, make my back itchy and it's super cringy. But it was really easy to read. So, yeah, I, I recommend this visual novel. It was really fun. Again, you can just play it straight onto the itch page. And I think anyone that sort of comes across this will really like it. I think uh, you don't specifically have to be like marginalized to like it. Um, I think anyone from like any sort of corner will find something that they relate to into this game, which is really nice. But yeah. Yeah. Do you have any more thoughts? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. Look at that. All right. Fire shared game. All done. Um, do you want to share the first game? Do you want me to go? Uh, I can go. Um, so my first game is called Witchwood, mm -hmm. um, and it is developed by Alien Trap, and it was published by Whitethorn Games and Whisper Games. They describe it as a crafting adventure game, and it's, like, set in a world that's very much, like, fairy tale-inspired, um, and the whole world looks like... Kind of like a pop-up book. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing it now. This looks really cool. It's really, really cool. The art is really nice. Um, and you play as a witch who basically, like, wakes up one day to this black goat that's, like, very, like, the the witch what, what vibes. <laughs> who shows up and is like, hey, <laughs> be good morning. <laughs> You've been asleep for, like, ever, but BTW you and I made a deal and you owe me like 12 souls of these like people. And you're like, Oh, okay. So you like start going around the world and you get like four at a time 
these like assignments of people's souls you have to collect and you like talk to them and kind of realize that all of them are like really shitty people who are like harming their communities and like different ways and so you get like different recipes to make different things and then you use them to make other things that like help out the people around you so they'll help you do what you need to do to get rid of the person and then once you finally do that you get their soul and like put it in your little soul deposit box basically (laughs) um for the goat and it's just really cool and like creative and fun i really really enjoyed it i haven't like just sat and played a game through every day until i finished it in a long time uh but i did with this yeah i wasn't a huge fan of the ending but beyond that i think it's super super cool and i think it's definitely really worth playing it looks really cool. You're really right about like the pop-up book style. It really does look like that. I'm looking at the trailers right now and the animal designs are like wild. They're so fun. All of them are sort of just having like these like little wiggly like legs, if that makes any sense. And it's so cute. It looks like a morbid game, but it, it looks fun. It looks like, I don't know how to explain it. God, Ty, I'm so sorry. I'm losing every ability of English that I'm having left. But um, even though it looks sort of just like it has like that dark, dark essence, is that the right word? It still looks like a lot of fun. It still looks like, you know, I won't be like dragging my emotions. It looks really cool. This is great. Again, the animal designs are really insane in this. This is awesome. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I was totally like knocked on my ass by how much I liked it. (laughs) That's good. I'm seeing like this wolf at like the bar he's drinking beer mm-hmm. and he's like with red riding hood this is great this is good oh geez okay hmm <laughs> this is nice awesome i'm happy that you liked it wow and it's insanely cheap too this is great okay cool awesome thank you ty yeah for my first game of this month is a game called last bus home which i played in the beginning of july i believe time is kind of fake this year this game it looks really cool (laughs) uh it's super short which is great um i love me my short games and the how can i say the graphics are really simple and really cool literally you're just waiting for a bus to come home Uh, not come home code your stop so you can come home and that's who you play is you're just waiting for some uh waiting for a bus to come by and it's super dark you're alone it looks like you're like in the middle of fucking nowhere which god i really wish public transportation was like that in real life because i would have saved my ass so many times back in rhode island (laughs) um and it is it is it is weird it feels really real and i think that is what makes it really scary very simple Uh, But again, very like it could happen. Um, So basically, you're just waiting for this bus to come by and you see this like really weird man come up as they do at nighttime. You know how like some people just sort of like strike up conversation at bus stops or just like any kind of waiting area that you're kind of waiting in. And he's just like, oh, waiting for a bus, huh? Hmm, how old are you? And it's just like, you sort of already get those bad vibes once they ask how old you are. 
uh, what are you doing? Um, it just feels really real. And then he says, like, oh, I have alcohol if you want some. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> 16-year-old Monty's a little just wiling out right now. I don't like this. This is too real. <laughs> so uh, I believe there are seven, seven endings. It's either five or seven endings. Um, there is a bonus one. But basically, you just have to find out what kind of particular ending will happen whether you know this guy is going to kill you whether you get back home safely whether other things are happening and it's very short you can finish this whole game and i'm not joking seven minutes (laughs) i (laughs) this game is super super short but again even though with its shortness and just like i guess lack of world um even though i'm kind of making it sound like that's a bad thing it's still has that horror element that is just so real and that's what makes it scary. Um, So obviously there isn't like jump scares or like gore and stuff, but I think this is a reality that a lot of people who aren't cis men kind of go through at nighttime that are really scared. And this is a very common thing that goes on with like really weirdos just kind of talking to you, trying to get something out of you. And yeah, I got this game on Itch. And it was made by Magic Games. Funny enough, after I played this, a week after, (laughs) uh, Mr. Big Man Markiplier made a video on it. And um, he also finished the game in like fucking seven minutes. It was great. (laughs) So, yeah, this is great. Um, I think it's a pay-what-you-want game. And funny enough, I paid literally. I'm not joking. I can show you this. I paid it for seven bucks. The sevens. The sevens. It has to mean something. It has to mean something. I have to talk to my <laughs> sister and tell her what these, like, magic sevens mean. She pro- probably, like, will know. But, yeah. Yeah, that was my first game of the month. Last Buzz Home. Ty, what's your second game? Uh, my second game is also a little bit of a scary one. Uh, it, is, it is called Vincent, Secret of Myers. And it is a visual novel mystery escape room type deal. Mm -hmm. And it's set in this like future, like kind of cyberpunk dystopia-esque setting. And your character just like kind of wakes up in front of this weird mansion and has no memory of who they are, like what the fuck they were doing there. Mm Mm-hmm. And you, like, wake up again in a room inside of the mansion. And there's, like, two guys there named Victor and Vincent who are, like, kind of strange. And you start just, like, basically getting, like, trying to figure out who you are and all that shit. And you start getting kind of background on these two guys and the fact that they worked for this company called the Myers Corporation. And you start to, like, get through this backstory of what happened while they were working there and you also find out about this like big controversy the company went through and then this ensuing string of murders and like you know so there's just there's just tons of mysteries um and so you're yeah basically just going through the visual novel trying to figure it out and right now it's like an an early access kind of deal so only like half of it is playable right now. 
but um it's good and cool and i'm very excited to like see the other half when it's like available nice yeah this looks really neat it has sort of like that has-been hotel like art style Mm -hmm. um that's really fun to look at yeah this looks sick this is really cool how did you find this again i was just fucking around in one of the queer games bundles (laughs) Yeah, dude, the bundles are so fucking good. I'm never bored with the bundles. They're so, so good. People are truly missing out if they don't get the bundles. Yeah, and it's also available in Mandarin. Also available in Korean. Oh, yeah, this is sick. Yeah, it has a ton of languages. Oh, this is cool. It's also really funny because the developer, like, has a little avatar of themselves. And they, like put that character in the game as a janitor. Oh, that's funny. In the game, and there's like a little file that you can find on them later that's like all they want to do is clean. They're obsessed with cleaning. Oh, that's cute. I love that. That's cool. Nice. Okay, cool. Oh, we love a visual novel. Nice. Awesome, Ty. Thank you so much. Okay, I guess I'll start with my second game. What do I got? What do I got? I'll find out. Ah, Yes. So for my second game, uh, I got this in the racial justice bundle, but you could also get it for the rights for abortion funds bundle if you got that this year. And it is called Kaiju Big Battle, uh, Phyto Fantasy. (laughs) And I downloaded this game because it looked a lot like Earthbound for the bigger fans, I guess, Mother 2. And it is like it in a way where this game will not hold your hand. Um, so it can be a little difficult, uh, which is good. We, we, we love a challenge. I'm, I'm becoming a new, different person. I can start thinking for myself in games now. But Ty, this game is wild. Um, and I looked into the history of it, and it is even more wild. So... The name Kaiju Big Battle, that is like a wrestling group, like a real life wrestling group. (laughs) It is crazy. So I was just like, why is it like misspelled? Is it just misspelled? But no, it was a, I think a wrestling group in Japan and they had like another unit in New York and they have like these, you know, performances, these like wrestling masses, not masses, matches. And... They wear, like, these crazy suits, and I looked it up. <sighs> Ty, there is someone wearing, like, a giant trash can because they're a trash can monster, and they're, like, fighting this person that looks like a big potato, and <laughs> it is so funny. So that that's just, like, the history of it. That's not even getting into the game. Um, the game is similar. It starts off with you uh, in the middle of, like, a match, in, like, a tag team match of a res- uh, for wrestling, and you're you're like a beetle man and your like sidekick is also like a baked potato and uh you out of nowhere get transported into like this mysterious like land with like different portals to worlds because there is like another wrestler who wants to like take over the whole world and it just goes above and beyond nothing makes sense in this game and i think that is the beauty of it that's what also made Earthbound Earthbound because it also doesn't fucking make sense and that's what I liked about it. 
this game takes that, but also just makes it much more and makes it comedic. And yeah, I really liked it. I think this game, if I'm not correct, it was made. I don't think it was made on RPG Maker, but it's a turn-based game. You can get it on itch. I recommend it. It's really crazy. Will I play it again? Probably, because there's just so much to get through this game. But it was really cool. And like you see a whole bunch of characters that you can put into your team that are inspired by real-life wrestlers that are costumed by them as well. And yeah, this is a really good game. And also, if like you can't get access to the games because you didn't get the bundles, you can just get it straight off of itch. It's 10 bucks, And you can also play it on your phone, which is really cool. So yeah, that's... Kaiju Big Battle Fantasy. It's made by Super Walrus Games, and I recommend it. <laughs> um, it's great. <laughs> uh, Ty, what's your next game? Uh, my next game is Freshly Frosted, and it was developed and published by the Quantum Astrophysicists Guild. Love that. <laughs> it's a little like puzzle game. the The framing device is that you are like. A girl who, when she's stressed out or just, like, needs to chill out, she, like, looks up at the clouds and imagines that it's a donut factory. Nice. And so then from from there, you, like, are making donuts using conveyor belts. And so the puzzles are using the conveyor belts to get the donuts, you know, to the frosting station and then the sprinkle station and then to the window or whatever accurately and so it tests your spatial awareness and stuff which is uh hard for me but it's really cute um it's a lot of pastel colors and just kind of chill vibes and i just yeah it's nice when you're just hanging out like kind of half watching a show or whatever just want to do something with your hands you can just do little donut puzzles this is yeah this looks really cool this is definitely like a nice brain game to like keep it active for sure this is really really cool the developer name is wild i love that but yeah this looks super cool and also the game is like insanely cheap as well this is awesome and you can play it on your mac hmm how nice yeah you can also play it on switch oh oh i love when they do that that is so sexy great this is so good okay awesome it's extremely sexy yeah, I yeah, you're it is very pastel. This is really good. I also like to look at clouds and also think they're donut machines. <laughs> that is the vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'll share my last game. It is called Sophia. And uh if you have the bundle for the rights for abor- abortion fund, uh it's there. And I picked this out of a whim. Ah, yes. So this is the one that I got confused with, RPG Maker. This game was made by RPG Maker. I love a, I love an RPG Maker game. They all remind me, or they sort of all have, like, this hint of, like, Mad Father, um, which is my favorite RPG Maker game ever. This sort of had a hint to it. So it's a little horror game um, about a gay couple. And they've been dating, I think, for one month. and the main character is going to go over for the first time uh, just to celebrate together and to sleep over together. And it's very cute. Uh, the whole house is pastelli. Um, the main character's partner. They look definitely like, you know, like, how can I, how can I explain this? Ty, 
you know, like the specific type of gamers that like are very much like, I don't know, very, I guess very much like me as well. I can't even like make fun of this. Um, it's like they have LED lights in their rooms. They have like squishmallows like stacked up to the wall. Call me out more. Um, very pastel <laughs> So that was their partner. It is the cutest fucking thing. And, like, their room, the way they have it set up is, like, my dream room. They have, like, the little, like, game station. They have, like, the cutest bed. Their relationship is just really cute. The main character is, like, this broody emo guy. And the partner is the exact opposite. And I I love that. I love that. So as... You know, you're getting around, looking at the house for the first time. There are places that you're not allowed to go in. Some doors are locked. The partner is making dinner for you. And it's just saying, uh, like, just wait for me at the table. So you wait for them at the table. You guys eat. And you guys are just having a conversation of just like, yeah, my my family's out for the weekend. And I wish, like, you could meet Sophia, which is the name of this game. He explains, like, yeah, Sophia's pretty, like, protective of me, and I, like, we're really close, and I really wish that you got to meet her. And I'm just like, ooh, she's a crazy bitch. Can't wait to meet her. I know I'm going to meet her soon. So you guys are together at this, like, at the room. You guys are just sharing really sweet things. And Ty, it's so cute. It is so adorable how they're talking to each other. And then literally the next moment you realize you wake up, your partner's not next to you, and you find your partner dead on the carpet. Jesus. Uh, and then before you know it, yeah, dude, it's fucking insane. I was like, what is happening? It was such a cute game, like, two seconds ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Sophia comes right up behind you and kills you. So I thought that was, like, you know, just the, like, oh, I did, like, the bad route. Like, I shouldn't have done that. But it's not. It's sort of like a D-Day sort of situation where you... Re- keep reliving the situation and day over and over. Literally, I thought it was just like game over. I have to restart again. But as you restart again, um, it looks like you're from the beginning, but you realize there's like a stain on the carpet um, from where your partner died, but your partner's not dead right now. They're cooking, you know, your anniversary dinner or your month anniversary dinner. So it's happening. And there's like some little things that are out of place. There's like a crack on the wall. There's like maybe like a, little like dirty like paper ball on the floor that wasn't there like the last time and it just keeps happening again and again um until Sophia comes back so it was I again I picked this out as like a blind I was just like this shit looks cute it's RPG maker let me just play it it was such a cool game and Ty I really want you to play this one it was really really cool yeah again RPG makers never like ups- not upset me but disappoint me that's what I meant um and it was just really neat. Again, the scheme's all pastel-y. It's very cute. But at the end, it's, like, really fucking scary. Um, I really liked it. I had a really good time. Yeah, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was that was my, my third game. And, yeah, that, that was our solid lists. This is, I think, more games than when I usually I play, like, maybe, like, one or two games a month because my ass is always, like, super busy uh, just with life. But now that it's summer, I'm able to kind of play again. And I think I texted you when I was playing these games. It was just like, dude, I'm like finding the joy of actually playing games again. And I had a really good time. And I can't wait to do this again for August until school starts up again. Because 
I realize oh, how much I love indie games and how much they can really motivate me. They're all super creative. It's really insane how many ideas someone can have in their heads and how many people are on this earth just making so many ideas all at once. So it was really, really nice to kind of get back into that again. Um, I don't know if you like felt the same way coming incoming this this summer too. Yeah, I I definitely did like playing Witchwood. I was like, oh man, video games are cool and fun. <laughs> also with Vincent too, I was like, oh man, this is neat. Yeah, yeah. It's just, sometimes it can be okay to feel good as a gamer. Sometimes. Um, yeah, that was that was really nice. I, I really enjoyed that, and I can't wait to do that again next month. That wraps up this month's playlist here on Indie Mixtape. Ty, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at Keeper. You can follow me over at FriedMonty on Instagram and Twitter. Indie Mixtape is a product. Sorry, I'm like, if you hear tapping on the thing, that's because I'm tapping my chest because that burp fucking hurt, man. I don't know where that came from. Uh, indie mixtape <laughs> indie mixtape is a product by uppercut where you can find on all social media under uppercut current if you'd like to chat with us and friends make sure you join our discord the link will be in the show notes and don't forget to rate and review us it helps out tons and we would appreciate it so much go ahead king if you'd like to support us uh further you can head to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit, and uh, if you support at one of the higher tiers, uh, the $7 or above, you will get your name read on the podcast, just like these folks here. So huge thanks to Chris Lawrence, Pixel Turkey, Justin Drew, 3rd Avenue Anti-Capitalist, Katie Mayer, Matt Burr, Jordan Ramey, Dale, Chris Egerton, Jesse Vitelli, Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eliza Tantivy, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, O.A. Kayla, Jared Shu, Cam Koenig, Quentin Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips. Woo! Thank you. Thank you guys again for listening to this. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.